Welcome to the Morning After Podcast. Mike Keller alongside Kansas City's best radio personality is voted on by Kansas City, Jenny Matthews. There we Thank go. Thank you. There we go. Seriously, shout out. Uh, if you missed it on the air, it was announced by Kansas City Magazine. They put out the best of KC every year, 2021. Our radio station, Q104, best radio station, is voted by you. So That's thank you for that. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, Jenny Matthews voted best radio personality in Kansas City, which like is very awesome. I'd like to thank my awesome. mom. I'd like to thank my dad. I'd like to thank my childhood cat. No, I'm just kidding. No, go. for real, though. It means a lot. Thank you. That's so nice. Anybody who took the time to vote, really appreciate it. Um, I'm honored. There's something about being having it being voted on, not by like, radio industry professionals or people in Nashville. Hey, I love the people in Nashville. Totally. But there's something about fan voting that just means more. I think the best award show is the People's Choice Awards. Or totally. Growing up, it was the it was the uh, Kids' Choice Awards on Nickelodeon. I loved it because I got to pick. And like mm-hmm. even the stars who won the the Nickelodeon blimp and got slimed, they appreciated it because they knew it was it was voted on by the kids who watch Nickelodeon, not by some TV or, in our case, radio executives. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think to be voted number one radio station in Kansas City is a total honor because, you know, there's a rating system. We won't go into any of that. But, I mean, it's a system, and it's... Flawed. I don't like it. I never <laughs> have liked it. I, I don't find it to be accurate, but... I think an easy way to describe it is our it, the, the way ratings are calculated in Kansas City is that if, if one person... Uh, you know, is is one person represents twenty thousand listeners in Kansas City? Right. So, like, if they hand the, the to a thirty-five year old female, that person represents twenty thousand thirty-five year old females in Kansas City. And I bet if you put thirty-five thousand females together or twenty thousand people together, uh, they would have some different opinions. Well, yeah, and I also think too, like, what if you work in an office where at the office they play a particular station? Might not even be the station you like, but it's just right. on in the office all day. Well, that station will end up getting credit where it might not necessarily be due if it's not the station you like. So, so I feel like, the, yeah, the fan votes are definitely where it's at. And the fact that you chose to vote for our radio station and vote for Jenny is... Uh, it means is, a lot. It's incredible. I, you know what? I'm surprised I didn't I didn't get a little more trash talk aimed my way because like Q1 and U1, but technically <laughs> I didn't win. But well, I, had a, I had some trash talkers on my page. I, I, had a, I had a couple people throw some... Yeah, see, Jenny got it, not you, Keller. And, I, and my honest to God answer to that is like... I, I agree. I agree. I You're like, funny. I love Jenny, the people gonna... that did say some snark, like funny things. I know yeah, that yeah. they said it oh, with it was all sarcasm and oh, yeah. all like, yeah. So we know our people. So it was, it was funny and, and whatever. But mm. the truth is, I think I love our, our show and I feel like we have a great show and that you make me better. So I'm happy to be a part of all of it. I feel like if I'm being honest and a little cheesy that you and I bring out the best in each other. I agree with that. Oh my gosh, we got really nerdy off the air earlier. <laughs> like, I was thinking about you yesterday. I'm just going to say it on the podcast. I was thinking about you yesterday randomly and I don't know I don't know what prompted me to think it. But A lot of women say that. Well, sometimes we we say though, like what in the world would we do if this radio thing fell apart and you know, what what other, because you know, we've said many times we don't have that four-year college degree. <laughs> we, we have radio certificates from broadcasting school. And we know our strengths, we know our talents, we know what we're good at and whatever. But the truth is, and I told you this, not to be nerdy, but I'm telling you, Mike, there's nothing you couldn't do. You're very, very smart. And I hate to give you that ego boost because can't match Mike every day on the air. I try to stump you. But the truth is, you do know a lot about a lot of things and you're very bright. And I really think that if this did not pan out, that you could be anything you wanted to be. I've decided what I'm going to do when they eventually fire me here and they just realize (laughs) that, yeah, I'm just riding your coattails and that's fine. When, Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> so when they fire me, I'm going to use the combination of like my love of geography mm-hmm. plus my ability to speak 
at a somewhat fluent level publicly. Yep. And I've decided I'm going to be the new official voice of everybody's GPS system. Yes. Oh, my gosh. You could totally do that. It is the perfect combination. of Or like I've said a million times, airline pilot. Think about it. You got to know where you're going. You got to know your cardinal directions. And you kind of you kind of joke about it. But the truth is you you look like a pilot. I feel like you would be excellent at it because you would never be lost. You always know where you are. I also feel like I would be more understood on an intercom system of an airplane than most pilots and and uh, uh, steward. What am I? Uh, uh, flight, flight attendants. attendants. So to preach on that, I don't even know why. Sometimes the pilot comes on. It's like oh, everybody will turn to the Sounds like the New York subway system. I can't understand. I feel like I'd be like, hey, "Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to flight two eight two eight to Paris. Holy God, are we in for an awesome flight? It just." <laughs> It is gorgeous out here, everybody. No, you would. You'd be very good at that. So just know if this doesn't pan out, you know, I feel like you've got many strengths, many talents. <sighs> I can't network, though. Which is but funny because I feel like you would be very good at that. I need to, I need to be introduced. I cannot cold walk up to somebody. Let me ask you this. Like, okay, so yeah. did, did did you ever walk up to a guy, at, like in your 20s, you walk up to a guy at a bar and just be like, I think you're cute. Let's dance. Or, or, yeah, or, I did. Because yeah. I had alcohol in my system. But without sure. that, I don't think I would have. Sure. Well, even with alcohol in my system, you know, to this day, this is something I think a lot of people don't believe about me. I have never, to this day, walked up to a stranger, a woman I don't know who I find attractive, and had the courage to say, excuse me, I think you're very attractive. Can I buy you a drink? I'd like to just, I'd like to talk. Like, See, what's funny is you're probably afraid, or not now because you're married, but you would you would have been maybe afraid to do that for fear of rejection would be my guess. The, the fear of, it's why I'm not in sales. The fear of rejection is real in my soul. Yeah. Here's the thing from a female perspective, and this is just me, maybe I'm not like every woman, but I feel like if I was single and that happened to me, and I mean, look, you're attractive. It's not like you're some beast. You know what I mean? Like you're... I would have been flattered and I definitely would have been like, absolutely. And I think I know that now. Like if yeah. you if you had just had the courage to do it. Like, yeah. And 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 I I need to improve on just being okay with rejection. Like, okay, like and just being like, okay, you're lost. But or, I also think it depends on the scenario. Now, if that girl was at the bar with a bunch of her girlfriends and they were all being, you know, if you could tell that they were being silly and laughing and kind of goofy and whatever. I don't know. That's pretty ballsy to go up to somebody in that scenario. Especially the group. When you're going in with the group, the group of friends. Right. Woo. But if she's by herself or maybe even just with one other person, it would just depend on the scenario. But I feel like you would have had a great shot at that. I mean, you're not unfortunate looking. You know what I mean? Well, the good news is I landed my perfect woman, so it works out well for me. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's all good today. And how, you had, oh, back to that real quick. So you had, I know you guys worked together and that's how you met. Right. But you had to have struck up a conversation with her. How did that come to be? Did she approach you first? If you ask her what she, I think she would, I think she would tell you that I made her laugh. And that's, and that's always huge. You make a, you make a woman laugh. You've got, you've come a long totally. way into, into making it. And I would literally walk by and you're going to love this because this makes you laugh too, but I'd walk by her to, we work together and I would, from my office to the radio studio, I would pass by her desk and at least once a day, I would just walk by her desk and go. <laughs> Your fart sound effect is first of all on point. And Thank second you. of all, it's gotten you far in life. We've had many laughs on the radio with that sound effect. So I would just like to give a round of applause Thank you. for the fart sound effect. Thank you. Speaking of fart so sound effects, apologies if you hear what sounds like a fart in the background during <laughs> this podcast. So shout out to our, our boss man, Todd, who got us a new, we uh, we needed a new chair in the studio. Um, 
And and we got one. Shout out Amazon. It's like a hundred bucks or whatever. But Becca, this... the old chair, first of all, well, the day that you you broke it was was like funny, but not like you could have seriously fallen on the floor and gotten very hurt. It just literally went from the top to the bottom. Boom! Okay. Like you fell so, to the ground. As, so the chair we need in this studio is one of those that raises up pretty because because you can stand at our control board here at the radio station, or you can sit and then use the lever on the chair to raise yourself up. It's a high chair, but then you can lift the lever and it'll. You can go way down low if you want to. So our old chair like that, I was literally, I was sitting in the studio one day with a full cup of hot I'm coffee. Like, no. And I'm just I'm just holding my coffee, minding my business. Not even moving. You were sitting perfectly still. And all of a sudden the chair goes, clunk, clunk. Right. Drops like a foot. And I go, whoa. And then so it makes me bounce my coffee up. And my, I spill coffee all over our less than two-year-old control board that I'm sure our company paid a lot of money for. And I'm like, oh no. And like, it was an innocent, and I didn't, I wasn't being clumsier. The, the chair collapsed it on me. I watched, I'm a witness that you just collapsed on you. And the chair, let's be real. I can't believe that chair lasted as long as it did. It was just a totally plastic chair, which thanks, thanks company for giving us a chair <laughs> that we would have to sit in for hours at a time. And it was the most uncomfortable chair ever. It was just a plastic Chair. It was a piece of crap, and it, it broke finally, and we did. We got this new chair, but it does make so, noises that really do resemble gas. I did clean the control board the best I could. I think yep. some of our little sliding volume pods are, are ruined, but enough of them still work to where we're able to still have a radio show and a podcast, which I'm grateful for. I forgot to tell you, and it's no big deal. It's just funny to me every time it happens. So then one day, Mike would come in the studio with his cup of coffee, and I don't drink coffee, but I do love the smell, and you were kind enough to walk over to me every day when you come in and kind of like waft the coffee in front of me so I can get a whiff. Well, the one day it accidentally spilled a little bit onto yeah. my keyboard. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because my space bar, when I start my computer every day, it sticks. Only the first time I use it, you know, Dang for the it's... morning, but it sticks. It's the coffee. And I just want to yeah. thank you for that. It's a little thought of you every day. It's like, oh, remember that time? Oh, that's yeah. great. Thank you. Anyway. Anyway, apologies <laughs> if you hear a random farting sound because the new chair, while very comfortable yeah. and it's got cushions on it and it's, what is it, orthopedic or whatever I, it is? I think the, so. Um, but, hold, let's see if I can, let me move the microphone down here. But if you, oh, yeah. hold on. I like what it was. Anyway, it, it sounded more like a fart a little bit ago, but the yeah. chair does have sort of a farty noise that it occasionally <laughs> makes. So if you hear that occasional little fart noise in the background, know that it's not Jenny or me, uh, you know, ripping the butt bubbles. No. It is, uh, it, it is, in fact, the chair, and we can prove it. Yeah. If you need us to. I have a funny fart story. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but I was in seventh grade, and we were doing uh, joint presentations in front of the class where I had you to pick a friend in the class, and then... Whatever it was, it was a book we read or, or whatever, but we had to do a presentation and you had to have props with you when you guys, you know, when the two of you went up to the front of the classroom to present it. So I remember my friend Valerie and I were partners and we, I don't even remember the book or the what in the world we were doing, but we had a box and we used Barbie dolls as our representation. Sure. And we get up there and I don't, you know me, when I get the giggles, I mean, I just, I can't, it, forget it, it's over. So what I don't know whatever reason she made me laugh. I started laughing so hard that I farted in front of the whole class. What kind it, was it? Oh, it was a full out like like a rip, right? You're like ah, right. So, so then she's laughing even harder. I at this point like fall to the ground because I'm dying. You know, we've been together long enough here on the radio that you know I just get so silly. And that's just the only thing I remember. I can picture the whole thing, and I just remember like you know like yelling out to the class. I was like, it was the Barbie. I had to blame a fart on the Barbie. 
stupidest story ever. I have no idea why I still remember that to this day. I have a stupid fart story. Yeah, let's hear it. It's all the way back from the third grade. Oh, okay. Mrs. Malloy's third grade class at Fairmount Elementary School. Shout out. What up? Because <laughs> um, this was, a, so my best friend of this day, his name is Willie. We were in the same third grade class together. And um, he let one rip. But it didn't sound like a normal fart. Remember those? We all remember the the desks we had in school, right? The plastic chair attached to the slab of wood that was supposed to be a desk. Totally. Whatever. Um, so we're on those hard plastic chairs, and you know when you let one go on a, on a hard surface like that, there the reverberations are incredible. <laughs> so he lets out what it doesn't sound like a. Look, here we go. Here we go. It doesn't sound like a multiple bubbler. It just sounds like one big bubble. Oh like, bop. Like, it's, it's not like a, it's just like a, it's like a, it's like a, bop. Fart. Right. Okay. Oh, Willie. <laughs> so, so Willie lets out third grade. Fart. And the teacher looks at him and she's like, Willie, why did you do that? And he's like, I, I, I couldn't, I, I there was just just no stop and yeah. I, I couldn't help it. She's like, what do you mean you couldn't? You you didn't have to do that. And he's like, I'm like, and he's like, I I I could not help it. And she's like, I don't believe you. Like, there, there's no way you can't help. And you you she thought that he dropped a book on his desk. Like like he held a, a textbook way up high and oh, went. Oh, she didn't know. And she's what like, it was. she's like, so you can't tell me that you had to. There was no way around it. You had to drop a book on your desk. And he's like, I didn't drop the book on my desk. She's like, well, what did you do? He's like, I farted. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) He farted. That's hilarious. And and this this is a classroom full of third graders. We all lose it. You know what's funny about kids now? I remember growing up, like we didn't do that in front of other people. It was was mortifying. It was embarrassing. Obviously, it happened in seventh grade. I was mortified. Kids now, or maybe it's just my kids and their friends, they do it loud and proud. We can all be, I'm, you know, I always have a car full of kids going to soccer or some such thing. And I mean, there's one of my daughter's girlfriends. I mean, she could she could win a contest. I mean, she farts loud and proud all the time. And I just laugh. I'm like, no shame. Nobody has any shame. Well, see, it's like for, with boys, that wouldn't surprise me. But I'm surprised you've got a, a, the, the gaggle of girls yeah. just letting them rip in the uh, rip. in the big old SUV there. Do they stink? Like, do you have to put the windows down? Terrible. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That SUV, by the way, like, we're going to have to just, I don't know, after we're done with it. it I mean, between sweaty socks and stinky sure. kids and French fries and her farts, <laughs> we're we're done for. We'll never sell it. Well, as much as it's fun as it's been spending the first 15 <sighs> minutes of this show on uh, farts, let's move on to crabs. Jenny, you've got to... <laughs> <laughs> yes! We call that a segue, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jenny has crabs. Okay, here's the deal. We were at the beach on our vacation a couple weeks ago, and my kids were playing in the sand. And you know if you get up, uh, if you start digging around in the sand right up there by the water, you can find those little sand crabs, right? Yeah. And they're fun, and that's fun. You're at the beach, and it's great. And my daughter's like, oh, we should totally get a hermit crab. And I'm like, yeah, we should get a hermit crab. Great wow. idea. I Look, I had one when I was little. It lived about three days. It cost about $10. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. So I thought, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, if it comes to be and we get it for, it's not that big of a deal. Right. But I really don't want to. I really don't want that. Because speaking of the SUV, we drove that down to the beach with, a, you know, with, I had three kids in the back because right. we had a bonus kid. And 
you know, a sticky car trip for 15 hours. The last thing we needed on that car ride home was a hermit crab to add to the stink. You don't want that. Yeah, It already smells like farts and french fries. Right. Right. We did not need that. So I, we kind of put her off about it. She keeps asking and asking. One of the cousins that were on the trip, she she was doing a little shopping one day while we were there at the beach, and she saw a little, little you know, tchotchke store, and she texted me. She's like, oh, they have hermit crabs at the store. I'm like, don't say anything to her. Just, right. So I'm thinking, you know, she talked about it the whole ride home, but I'm thinking like, give this a couple days once she's back in her normal environment. It's, it's, she's going to forget all about it. Oh, she did not forget about it. She asked every single day. So finally we're out back to school shopping last weekend and we are looking at notebooks and pencils and shoes. And she's like, please, please, please. Can we go to the pet store? So I'm thinking, I'm like thinking there, we don't even sell hermit crabs in Kansas city. Right? Like I'm thinking I wouldn't, beach thing. I wouldn't think so. Well, I wouldn't either. So we go to the first the first pet store and they don't sell it. They, they actually had a, a cage or whatever where they were supposed to be, but they were out. And I'm like, yes, like, thank you, Jesus. So then she says, can we go to the other pet store? I'm like, you should have just said no. I know, but just I'm a say sucker. No. Listen, you have no idea. These kids had me wrapped. So we go to the other one. <laughs> At this point, my husband is now a part of this. He was out golfing. He missed the entire morning excursion. <laughs> He's a part of this one and he's rolling his eyes. He's like, we do not need a hermit crab. I'm like, I know. And they're not going to have it because they didn't have it at the other one. Well, we go and they and we don't see it on the first pass. We go, we're about to leave the store. And I'm like, we are home free. Right. And my son, who like to get him to go talk to a sales clerk at a store normally would be twisting an arm, right? I, that thought to me as an eight-year-old was a terrifying, terrifying. thing. To, like my mom tried to make me order my own. Uh, Michael, what do you want at the McDonald's yes. drive through uh-uh. Right. Mom, you know to tell that woman that I want the Happy Meal and the boys toy. You so get it. Okay. He, out of nowhere, yells to the sales lady. He's like, y'all got hermit crabs? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, well, yes, we do, sweetheart. I'm like, oh, come on. So we go find, the long story short, we end up with not one, but two hermit crabs, because why would we get one when they could have a friend? Sure. The crab itself cost six something dollars. Not a big deal. But, Mike, you can't get those little cages anymore that cost like $5 or whatever. No. You have to buy a five gallon tank. Oh, and then you can't just get the tank. You got to have the sand and the dirt and the little mountain for it to climb and the little, oh, a SpongeBob figure because that would look cute because hermit crabs definitely care about SpongeBob. Long story short, we get the crab. It's living in our house. Two crabs living in our house. Um, we talk about it on the air. Our listeners start calling and texting saying, just be prepared. Hermit crabs can live for 30 years, <laughs> 30 years. Did you ever, but what we didn't take into consideration is when you adopted these hermit crabs, we're assuming that they're like newborns when in fact, they're probably not. Do we know how old these hermit crabs are? I don't know specifically, but somebody texted and said that they can't even be sold in there until they're at least 10. So, okay. So I'm guessing that I have a 10 year old, two 10 year old hermit crabs. Always <laughs> still going to have them for 20 years. Now mine died within like a week. When I was little. Right. But you're going to take good care of it because you're a good person. You're not going to let your yeah. hermit crabs die. Well, don't you worry. They live in a better situation than most people. I, I mean, they're say, yeah. living their best life. It's like when you feed your, your dogs every day, they won't eat their dog food now without boar's head deli meat. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. cheese. I started that trend. Oh, it's stupid. I, the way I take care of pets in our house, it's just, it's silly. But yeah, we'll have these crabs for a while, I'm sure. And the funny thing is, do you think they're even remotely interested in them now that we've had them since Sunday? No. No, not even a little bit. Do they not even pay attention anymore? No, not even a little bit. Oh. So here's what's going to happen. I already see it. And I think this would be fun. I would like to maybe solicit on the air or see if my kids' classrooms, I think it would be a fun classroom pet. So I'm thinking there's a teacher that might want to, I could donate yeah. the crabs to their classroom. Hey, if you're a teacher, Jenny at Q104KC.com. <laughs> yeah. 
That's Jenny at Q104KC.com. And, and Jenny spells it the normal way, J-E-N-N-Y. Yeah. A lot of people spell your last name, your name with an I, and you're not a fan of that. Or an I-E. They really want me to be that, but I'm not. So You're just, and, and Mike is M-I-K-E. We, it's not M-Y-C-H-E. So there's actually a comedian, his name is like Mike Kaplan, something like that, but I'll never forget it because he spells Mike, ready? M Y Q. No. Mike Yeah. Like Mike Will. <laughs> it's almost the first half of Nyquil. It's Mike. See, that's just I mean, you can't if his parents like gave him that name. I mean, you can't be mad at it, but Hey, look, and look, I I apologize if we're not meaning to offend anybody here, but it's just our our personal belief. We we like just kind of spelling names like the I don't want to say normal, that's not, but the traditional way of spelling a name is the correct. There's this new artist uh, who um, sent their work to us one time at Q104, and, and her name, she just went by Madison. Right. And, but it was it was M-A-D-Y-S-Y-N. Yes, Mad Yes Yes. <laughs> Here's new music from Mad Yes Yes. Mad Yes Yes. Because <laughs> that's when we see it, that's what we want to do. It's like you could just, just spell your name Normal. I know. I feel like it's dicey territory because I, I, a lot of people like to get crafty with the spelling and to each his own, like honestly. But I, I'm, I'm a fan of just more of the traditional. I have a Miles, my son Miles, but it's M I L E S, and my dad still, when he writes cards to him and stuff, he puts M Y L E S. Larry, come on, Larry doesn't listen to the podcast, does he? No, I don't think he knows what a podcast is. That's fair. Yeah. Letters from Larry is one of my favorite things we do on Q104. Mm, if he's the he, best. I haven't heard from him lately via text. He was he used to send me all kinds of little, you know, and we would read them on the air, just random texts. Yeah. I haven't got one in a while. Larry uh, will text Jenny random things that have nothing to do with nothing. What we'll do is we'll take that and we'll put it on the air. We'll call it letters from Larry. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it'll just be like. Uh, I can't even think. Isn't that funny? I can't think of an example. Okay, but you know what Silly. I'm saying? Like dads will text the most random things at random times. A perfect example. I had told my dad. I had texted my dad one day, who lives in Pensacola, Florida, by the way, but they recently started up offering nonstop flights from Kansas City to Pensacola. So I texted him, hey, dad, get Southwest is about to start offering nonstops between us two. And he never wrote back. That's because sometimes he doesn't write back. Sometimes right. I don't write back. It's right. fine. A week later, <laughs> uh, literally, and, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not exaggerating, I mean, seven days later, I get a text from my dad that says, well, come on down. <laughs> Now, it's been seven days. So I'm, I'm re- I read it. I'm like, Dad, what in the hell are you talking about? Yeah. Then I scroll back up and I see that the last thing I had sent him was the flight information. And I'm like, I sent that a week ago. And yes. I, thought, I was like, Dad, I sent that a week ago. And his response was, I know. I wrote back. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, Dad, this isn't. The U.S. Postal Service. You don't have to wait a week to get a message to me from Florida. That is so funny. My father-in-law is like that. He is so random about his texting. Um, it can take him a really long time to get back. And I will go through my phone periodically and just delete strings of text. And I remember I had gotten rid of whatever I had sent him via text. And I mean, it had to be weeks later that he wrote back. And it was one of those situations where he had some totally random off the wall text. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. No None, clue. Not even a little bit. That's do you ridiculous. do that? I, that's a question I wondered about you. I I um, go through and delete strings of text, and I have friends who have every text we've ever sent to each other. They don't delete. They never delete texts ever. So Mrs. Keller does that. Mm-hmm. She saves every single text she's ever received, and I would never do that in a trillion years, but I was, once in a while, we'll just kind of get caught down memory lane. She'll scroll back to when we started texting 
six years she ago. She still has that? Like, I don't even know how her phone saves that. I don't either. But, and that's the thing, too. I've had several different phones. And every video I've ever sent her, like, there, I did this video that turned my face all warbly, and I'm like, give me all the Doritos! And we, <laughs> she still has it. And, like, it's just, there's some times where I'm really grateful she has all those texts from, like, seven years ago, because it's fun to go down memory lane. But there are other times when I'm like, boy, I really hope she doesn't post this, like, a decade later. Like, yeah, my 40th no birthday, she's going to post silly videos of me when I was 25. Oh, oh, it's gonna happen. I know it is. We have so much more to talk about, but I'm going to be very real with you right now. Uh, we're, you know, Charles Kelly A is coming to Azura this Friday, and we're excited. And Todd has to come into the studio because he's got to talk to him. He's going to call in like thirty seconds or something <laughs> like that. So we are being forced to wrap up the podcast a little early this week, but we'll have we'll have plenty more to get to because now that we're both back from vacation, yeah, we're, we're, it's on. We're finally getting back on a on a weekly basis, and that's a wonderful thing. So thank you for listening, and uh, make sure you uh, if, if you're listening like on Apple Podcasts, if if you wouldn't mind the. If, if you feel we're worth a five-star review, we'd really appreciate it. If you'd like to leave a nice comment, we'd sure appreciate it. If you hate it, just email us. Don't give us that rating. <laughs> just let us know what we can do better. Maybe don't put one star on there. <laughs> Let's be real. If you hate it, you're probably not listening this far in. We're almost 30 minutes into the dang That's thing true. anyway. Um, no, but we, we, you know, that, that helps us out. It helps us promote it. And, uh, you know, if, if you're kind enough, if you wouldn't mind, we would certainly appreciate it. And we will be back with another episode of The Morning After next week.